Max Goof the Termer Thoughts, which is Minionese for Welcome to Afterthoughts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe you looked up Minion Minion gibberish. It, I wonder if it's like an official Minion translator. You know, MinionTranslator.com. Yeah, Who knows? Because, you know, Minion is an official language, it's, so, of course. I mean, there are lots of fake real languages. Are there? Because you just said an oxymoron, but okay. <laughs> Let's just start the show. Welcome everybody to Afterthoughts. This is a podcast where we rewatch movies, we compare our first and second impressions of those movies, and discuss a related topic. My name is Joshua Kazemi, and I'm here with my co-host, Coleman Taylor. <laughs> That's hello and minion. Sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use an official translator no. like you, I just know so, it off the top of my head. Who knows what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Could be anything in this <laughs> fake real language. In honor of Despicable Me 3, we're talking about Despicable Me 1 this week on the podcast. Despicable Me 1. <laughs> Differentiate between Despicable Me 2. Mm-hmm. Because even though it's not Despicable Me 1. Isn't that weird that we do that? Yeah. Sorry to go off on a tangent. No, Let's go through the fine. plot. Yeah, well, yeah. Before we dive into our first and second impressions, Coleman's going to take us through the plot. And you you could use the minion language if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I prefer not. I, was, I don't know the official language. Okay. I was just boasting before. <laughs> we have an um, an uh, evil villain who thinks of himself as a mastermind, but someone has stolen one of the pyramids from Egypt, and it makes mm. Gru look terrible. Mm. So Gru is our our main antagonist, protagonist person. Um. So he wants to go on a bigger heist, a heist he's been thinking of ever since he was a child. He wants to steal the moon. <laughs> For this, he needs a shrink ray and a rocket ship. So he tries to steal the, the he tries to get a loan from the bank to get said shrink ray and rocket ship, but or to get the rocket ship. But the bank's like, "Do you have the shrink ray?" And he's like, "Not yet." And they're like, "We'll get the shrink ray and then we'll talk." So he goes and takes the shrink ray, but then Vector, the one who turns out stole the pyramids, steals the shrink ray from him. So now he's got nothing to show for it. Um, so he decides to come up with this dastardly plan and adopts three girls who tried to sell him cookies earlier, who just want loving parents. And he uses them to try and steal this shrink ray by... Bleh, bleh, bleh. Shrink Ray back from Vector and then try and steal the moon. But he suddenly starts to garner feelings for these three little mm. girls he's adopted mm -hmm. and is conflicted with whether he wants to continue his goal of stealing the moon or raising these three girls or both. Da -da -da. Yeah. Did you see this when it came out? Absolutely not. Okay. When did you see it? Oh, I think it was a few years later. Okay. Uh, when I, I This movie did not interest me at all when I saw the trailer. <laughs> okay. What about it didn't interest you? Did it just seem like too kiddy uh, or? I don't... Yeah, it seemed very childish and the minions just kind of turned me off when I first saw them. Yep. 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 
it was just I don't know. When I first saw the trailer, I was like, nah, not for me. <laughs> Skip that Until one. someone was like, yes, go see this. It's mm. a lot better than you would imagine. And I was like, all right. I don't remember who. I think it might have been my dad. Okay. So I went and saw it. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot better than I expected. I also went in with very low expectations, as you would assume, from it me helps. saying, yeah. hey, I was not interested. But yeah, it did a lot better than I thought it would. And I don't know. It was just, it was a nice, cute little movie. Mm-hmm. What, what was, what would you, what about you? <laughs> I liked it. I saw it when it first came out. I liked it. I didn't love it. And I, I think. You the, didn't love it. I didn't love it. And a lot, I think a Why lot not? of people around me did love it. And I just didn't identify with that. Wow. <laughs> I also didn't like the minions. Wow. At the time, at the time, you, I couldn't articulate it, but now it's like, it's clear to me that like the minions are what could go wrong with a character like Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. Like this wow. on that spectrum of characters that, that can't really communicate, the minions are the bottom of the spectrum. And well, first of all, Groot, that was so confusing the because the main character of this is called Gru. So I was so confused. When you're, oh, you're right. saying there, what could be wrong about Groot? Because I thought you meant Groot. And I was so flabbergasted. Groot. But now I know what you mean. And now I'm even more offended. You think they're a terrible <laughs> version of Groot? Why? Go on. I don't, I just don't, I don't like them. I don't think they're funny. And because they can't communicate well, there is no attachment to them. Whereas like Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy communicates a lot of emotional things and he is funny so you do you identify with him as a character and these just feel like like minions like they're just expendable random creatures that are running around it is true they do feel very much in the background like yeah. they're just there mm-hmm. there's a few standout ones obviously but even those ones grew isn't exceptionally close to or anything he just talks to them mm-hmm. so they do feel very just there like they're constantly there so they're very very much in the forefront but yes they feel while they're in the forefront they also feel very much as a background which is so weird that you can pull that off yeah they're just like filler and it's not attractive to me (laughs) and i thought you know the girls are cute but it's not cute enough i just don't believe them to be real girls I feel like, especially Agnes, Agnes is very cute, but she's such a caricature. Like, I don't, I don't think real little girls act the way that she does. But isn't everyone in this movie a character? Yeah, and I, I don't really like <laughs> You know, I don't, I think, from what I remembered in my first impression before we watched it this week, the character of someone who wants to specifically be bad or be evil or a villain, I think is dumb. <laughs> Like the like the fact that they don't play it like this is what he thinks not not even that this is what he thinks is good but this is what he wants to do and you just label it like that the fact that they specifically say over and over again that he wants to be evil he wants to be a villain I don't I don't like that why don't you like it it's dumb <laughs> why is it dumb <laughs> I I like the fact that he wants to steal the moon I think is fine that's funny but. <laughs> but but like but him as a character who wants to be bad, I just don't buy that as like a real thing. And then just because it's a kids movie doesn't mean his 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 entire character motivation has to be outlandish and unrelatable. <sighs> That's fair. 
<laughs> that goes but, to more of my second impression, but yeah, that's fair. Yeah, despite all that stuff, though, when I watched the movie for the first time, I did like it. And I did write a positive review of it when it came out. Because Steve is great, and it is a very sweet movie. And I, I think this could have been a lot, a lot worse. This was no. This was pretty good, despite some things I had with it. I think it's because the first time I went into it, like I mentioned, it's just that my expectations were so low. Even after recommendation, I was just like, I don't think I'm going to like this. And then ended up just enjoying it for what yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. I thought, even though I agree that I think the minions are just kind of in the background and feel like filler, I still enjoyed their presence just there. Mm-hmm. And I did like the girls. And I thought they're, even though it's over the top, I I don't know. The whole movie is over the top, and if that's what you're going for, I'll buy into it. And so, because of that, I enjoyed the girls and their relationship with Gru, and how they just want him to love them. Yeah. And that's... uh, I still don't know if it's a good enough excuse, but that's why it's (laughs) kind of okay that Gru wants to be evil, because he can't be evil and then love these girls he's trying to raise at the same time. So, it, it introduces a good conflict, but I can agree that... That still doesn't, I still don't know if that justifies making your character just want to be evil to be evil. Yeah. I think it's apt what you said that this, I feel like this movie is, is definitely like a movie that you can, you can enjoy if you accept it for what it is. Yeah. Which is like, doesn't say, doesn't speak to the, the idea that this movie is a great movie, but you can enjoy it. And I can definitely see why kids would like the minions. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're they're not super invested in the plot. So if you're trying to make both a kid movie... And a little more. I say this movie out of all movies, unlike because we talked about Cars a few weeks ago and how while that one we did say was kind of not really trying to go for both parents and kids. Most Pixar movies try to gear towards all audiences of, of any age. While this movie, I feel like because everyone's a character, because there's all the minions, it's definitely geared towards children. And this is like a movie for parents to enjoy with their kids as opposed to like yeah. just a movie to enjoy on its own. Because I, I know we're not talking about Despicable Me 2, but I saw Despicable Me 2 when I was teaching a bunch of, not teaching, like watching over kids. Uh, I worked at an elementary school. Remember when we lived in Austin? Yeah. And they were all watching it one day and they got so into Despicable Me 2. And <laughs> just because of that, I enjoyed it that much more. They like yeah. loved the minions, loved everything that was going on. So... I know we're kind of rambling on for first impression, but... No, it's fine. It's fine. I did see Despicable Me 2 as well, and I think this one's probably better than that one. Yeah. I would say that. Sure. I didn't see the Minions spinoff. <laughs> I didn't either. So, no idea what that Although I heard like. really good things, which is weird. Interesting. Okay. So, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Or we won't. <laughs> well, who knows? It would, it's interesting. I think they, they probably make for great short film characters. I don't know if they have the longevity to... to to like to be leads for an entire movie all on their own but the fact that they're little characters that can't communicate does sort of prime them for like an interesting story that would have to be told visually which i think works really well for a short film like they could be yeah. the lead into another animated movie easy and they could and I, I think they have made plenty of minion short films and i haven't seen any of them but i yeah, imagine I they're probably better suited for that than feature length well I think we've rambled on enough for our yeah. first impression. Let's How do it. this Seconds. hold up for you? Let's do it. I feel about the same. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> I like it. I don't love it. Uh, 
This, but just this time, I have more specific things that I don't like about it. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it stayed about the same too. Uh huh. I just, it's the fact that it is just a kids' movie. Yeah. I don't think it can really move up or down since that's what I accept it as what it is. It's just a movie geared for kids. So if that's the mindset I'm going in for, and that's what you as the studio are making it to be, then that's how I'll accept it. And so that'll never launch it into greatness, but I don't think it can be much worse either because sure. you're trying to make a kid movie, not one that's for all audiences, one that's specifically for kids. And so it just kind of stayed the same. Mm-hmm. What well, would you not like this time around? Well, it's the same kind of stuff. I mean, there's lots of little things like... I just don't think it's very sophisticated uh, in that, like, there are lots of little things that bothered me. Like, you know, Gru, Gru has obviously been to the evil bank before. Uh, first of all, I don't like that it's an evil bank. Second of all, he's been there before, but when he gets there in the movie, it really seems as though he's never been there before. Like, he's looking at, around at things that, that we're also looking at as the audience, but he's reacting to them as if he's never seen them before. Specifically when the, the columns are crushing the man more and more as you walk along, and the last one, he's completely flattened. It's like Gru has never seen that before. But he's been to the bank before. Like, little things like that. Or that, like, that, like, Vector fires a million rockets at Gru outside of his house. And he's he's fine, right? <laughs> But then later in the movie, he dodges the, he dodges the heat-seeking missiles as if his life depends on it. But we know that it doesn't because he can get hit by 30 rockets and be fine. And so in that moment later on in the movie where he's dodging them, the dramatic ah. tension for me is out because I'm like, you can survive that. I've seen you survive wait, wait, that. But, but, but that's not the point. <laughs> the point at that time of the movie is not... Because I think earlier he did just take the rockets because that was that. But this time, Vector has the girls and he needs to get inside. So he mm-hmm. dodges them all and they hit the door and explode. Which also is stupid of Vector because then it, why would he do that if it ends up blowing? Well, whatever. <laughs> Everyone in this movie. No one in this movie is smart. But I think that is why he dodges them like his life depends at on it at that point. Not because his life depends on it. Because he's trying to mm. save these little girls now. Okay. He's got more motive, I would say. That's true. And in that sense, that's probably, that's great to show the difference between when he doesn't have motive and when he does have true motive. Yeah. That's good. And there are things about it I liked more than before. Like, I thought the music was really off-putting the first time I saw it. I just didn't think it matched. It was kind of like like hearing Jay-Z in the Great Gatsby remake. <laughs> it's kind <laughs> well, of off-putting. Like Pharrell? <laughs> I didn't. In 2010, but now I, but now I do like. Yeah, I, I think it. I, I, the general style of it, I appreciate more now than I did before. I like that it's it's different and it feels like, you know, there's a, there's plenty of animated movies and this one sort of sets itself apart because of stuff like that. I kind of what you were saying in your first impression stuck out to me even more this time. Not just the fact that Groot Groot wants to be evil. But that there's just this whole idea that there are evil masterminds and we just live with them and society can't stop them. I know that was like the one aspect that really, even if you're trying to make a kid's movie that's just for kids, you still can't just do whatever you want. (laughs) And that's the one that I just think did go too far. 
Because yeah. it's not just it's not just Gru's motive. It's the fact that there are multiple people out there who are just considered villains for being villains' sake. Yep. And I don't know. Because if Gru was just like one crazy person, that's one thing. But he's not just one crazy person. There's a whole bank devoted to it. Yeah. There's all this, like, there's a society of evil, I would say. And that's <laughs> just weird. It's just weird to have that in this world. And it's the same kind of thing we said for Cars a couple weeks ago. When the world is not great, it really does make it harder for me. Just I guess just for me personally, it makes it harder for me to invest in the characters and the story. When the world itself is like too much of a stretch, like too far for me to leap. I did like, though, how this movie, just like Cars, which we watched recently, the kind of theme was that you have this goal you think you're striving for you think if you just get this thing you'll be happy and satisfied but that's not true that's not completely true there's other things that are important Mm -hmm. if you would just kind of in the same aspect of cars like slow down and realize it there's more than just striving for this thing you think you want Mm -hmm. even if you get that thing you won't be completely satisfied like you think you will yeah, that is, that's a great element of the movie, and I did like the girls, I think, a lot better this time. I still think Agnes is a little too, like, a little too out there. She's a little too exaggerated. Too much like the best part of the movie, but, but she's on. really, But she's really sweet and really cute, and the girls really do, like, I mean, I think you fall for them the same way that Gru does, and it's great. And when she says, I love you to Gru at the end, mm-hmm. Margo, I think. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, Punch that's a me good in moment. The heart, you know, mm-hmm. or like when the minions make the little unicorn for Agnes. Yeah, like that's a moment I didn't really remember, and that was really sweet. Yep, it was good. See, you can like the minions. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's still interesting. I think because most third party animation studios don't do extremely well, and so for this not being backed by Disney or any of the other big animation studios. I think says a lot that they pulled off what they did. Mm-hmm. So I would say the majority that come out just aren't that great. And while this isn't the greatest animated movie ever and not like what Disney puts out every year, it's still it's still really good, I would say. Yeah, and the performances are great, I think. Everyone, all the voice actors are really good. Yeah. So I don't know. I would totally watch this with my kids one day. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. But yes, it does have its setbacks and mm-hmm. could definitely be better. <laughs> I think so. And I would be interested to see one that something like this that was more geared towards like both adults and children. Like, why does Gru want to be evil? Because if, if they made a movie like that, he wouldn't just want to be evil. There would be no. something more behind it. And I think that would be interesting to see. Yeah, and this movie almost has that. You know, there's lots of little things that mainly with his relationship with his mom, like him wanting to prove himself and him wanting to have meaning and all that stuff. But it's just misplaced in this in this idea. Like, just, just the fact that they label it as evil, I think, is a mistake. I think if you yeah. just ignore that and he just wants to steal the moon to show the world that he's important, I think that's fine. It's just the it's just the labeling of evil and villain, I think, is, doesn't work. And that's why it's conflicting, though, because I, I do think it's interesting that he wants to be evil... But then ends up wanting to love these girls, too. And can't you can't do both. Uh-uh. I, so I wish that was all there. I wish there was more of a motive for him wanting to be some kind of bad person. Even if it's a cartoonish one. 
Because I don't think him wanting to go to the moon and his mom and not her just being like, meh, isn't good enough for him to want to be evil or whatever. But if you can come up with some good reasoning and then focus on this conflict of Gru wanting to love these children who've suddenly come into his life but also want to be evil, I think that would be really interesting. Mm -hmm. But oh well. (laughs) It's still, like I said, it's still good for what it is, so. Yeah. Do you got anything else or? No, it's a pretty simple, sweet and simple movie. Should I read off the, the, the Twitter poll? Absolutely. Okay. Despicable Me, dot, dot, dot. Option one is, but tis sola Spanish, which is, again, Minion. All the options are Minion. <laughs> <laughs> the second one is, Patisco Labada Minion. And the third one is, Taor tis Papadum Good. Do you know what any of those mean? I do. I do. I remember. The first one, Batis Sola Spanish means, uh, this is Spanish. <laughs> and the second one is Batisco Labada Minion, which I think means, no, it's actually Minion. <laughs> and then the third one, Taor Tis Papadum Good. I think it's something like the movie is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and so here are the results. It's uh, 33% for Batis Sola Spanish. <laughs> 33% for Tisco Labada Minion. And 34% for oh Taor Tiz Papadokud. <laughs> oh, straight down all three, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, so there you have it. Just by 1%, this movie's pretty good. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Topic time? Topic time. So today we're talking about, quote-unquote, third-party animated movies. So anything animated not by Disney or Pixar or by DreamWorks Animation Studios. So we're talking about everybody else. Everybody. Like like Illumination Entertainment, who made Despicable Me, or Blue Sky Studios, that I think is uh, Ice Age and all those movies. and uh, Or even like um, Studio Ghibli, who makes, you know, all the great Mani Bertotro and... Yeah, and uh, Spirited Away, and Although all those movies. the ones that aren't Disney, because some of those are Disney. Disney, I guess they are. Not all of them, but some of them. Kind of, they're like loosely related. Yep. So let's do it. You got a you got a favorite non Disney, non DreamWorks oh, animated movie? Man, that's that's tough. I really enjoy movies that fall in this category for some reason because they don't have that big studio backing. That it's not like oh the new Disney movies coming out. I really enjoyed watching these. Growing up. Mm-hmm. And I think they would be interesting to rewatch. I really loved Quest for Camelot when I was a kid. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of that one. Uh-huh. I have. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it was way up there for sure. Also, it kind of just speaks to the whole fantasy aspect that I love. But I always thought that <laughs> one was really fun. Uh, a family favorite was Cats Don't Dance. Have you heard of that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's really interesting. So there's like a kind of a Shirley Temple-esque character in it, but she's actually secretly like really mean and evil. And then there's all oh. these these animals that are trying to act in Hollywood, but they won't <laughs> let them act because they're animals. <laughs> it's oh, uh, I'm really curious to rewatch that one and see what I think now, because as a kid, I thought it was hilarious and we would watch it as a family over and over. <laughs> And I'm really curious to see what it's like now, because I could totally see it 
like flopping and not be what it is at all anymore. Mm-hmm. What about you? Do you have one that's that's a favorite standout? I have two. I have two answers because one I haven't seen in years, but I watched it all the time as a kid. Wore out the VHS tape, and then one that I really liked and I still like. So, who knows? A Troll in Central Park <laughs> okay, is one that I watched over and over and over again. I really liked that one. Yeah. But I haven't, I haven't seen it in years. But I just, yeah, I don't know why. I just watched it over and over and over again. I really liked that one. Um, and Iron Giant. Okay. Yep. Which I've seen since then, and it's great. Yeah. Iron Giant's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Another one I really like, and I think it got nominated for an Oscar for something. Maybe. I think it might have been nominated for best animated film but the secret of kells Mm. it's more recent but i really enjoyed that one the animation is different and it looks really good and it's just a fun little story and i think it was i think it was a foreign film as well oh okay oh yeah 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 yeah. i remember that one but that one's really i haven't seen it but i remember that i know a lot of people haven't and i really liked that one who made kubo kubo i don't know that's a good question. Let's look that up. Because I saw that finally. Yeah, did you love it? I loved it. It was oh, so cool. I told you. It's so awesome. So cool. I still think that was my favorite movie from last year. So That one counts. Because it's... Uh, I just looked it up. It's uh, Locata is the production Sweet. company. Well, yeah, that's definitely so. in my list. Oh, yeah. That's a... It's so good. I really, really enjoyed that. I enjoyed it so much that even though I like... At one point, I sort of predicted a couple of things. And I didn't... It didn't, ma- it didn't make it less great yep i predicted that they, that they happened pretty much everything in that movie before it happened and it's still so fun and it was still awesome yeah like pretty much all the secret plot points in that movie i'd guess before they happened but didn't <laughs> take away from the movie at all loved it mm-hmm. um i watched thumbelina a lot as a kid i don't Ugh, know i don't I know thumbelina. why i watched thumbelina and we're back i don't know what we're back is it's that movie <laughs> where uh they take a time machine and bring dinosaurs to present day and also feed like they feed them something that makes them smart so they can talk. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I don't remember this. Uh, you should watch it. <laughs> but Thumbelina, I hate. Why do you hate Thumbelina? Oh, I haven't seen it in years either. So I'm- Okay. Well, my, my little cousin Keisha, when she was little, she watched it over and over and over again. And she had me watch it with her over and over and over again. And like... <laughs> The fiftieth time for the for like the third week in a row, it really falls apart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just so annoying. I don't like Thumbelina at all. That's fine. That's it's probably as terrible. I just haven't seen it in years. So, <laughs> does the Page Master count? Oh, absolutely. Okay, because there obviously is live action in that, but I loved the Page Master. Yeah, I loved the Page Master too. It's so cool. Uh, did you ever watch Rock a Doodle? That sounds familiar. The like rooster I can't that think of it that plays rock and roll. Right. Rockabilly. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. And then I do love pretty much everything that comes out of Studio Ghibli, whether it's Disney right. or not. The, yeah. Anything they put out, I'm automatically inclined to go see. What's your favorite of theirs? Uh, I'll probably say Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind. Obviously, okay. Miyazaki. It's one of his. It's old- not. I thought it was the prin- Princess Mononoke. Uh, that's a close runner-up. I really like okay. that one too. I. If it's Studio Ghibli and it's Miyazaki, um, I'm all about it. I love sure. pretty much every single one of his movies that I've seen. Mm-hmm. But I think Nausicaa takes the cake. It was made in like the 80s, though. My favorite of theirs is 
is Totoro. For sure. My neighbor Totoro. <laughs> you would like Totoro. I love that one. He's so cute. He really is. <laughs> I love it. And it's also like really weird and beautiful. It's it's everything. It's it's a great movie. See, I like his more serious ones. I think that's why I like Princess Mononoke okay. and Spirited Away and uh, Nausicaa. The Wind Rises. The Wind Rises is good. Such a such a good one to leave on. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Fern Gully? That's one I've never seen. Ah, yes. I have seen Fern Gully like once, and I saw it after Avatar came out because everyone was talking about it. Oh, I didn't yeah. watch up. I didn't grow up watching up. I remember you saying Watching that. up? I didn't grow it watch I didn't watch it growing up. That was like the <laughs> fifth time I tried to say that. Yeah. I remember you mentioning that though after you saw Avatar. Yeah. It's the same movie. <laughs> the same movie. <laughs> who who made the road to el dorado is that dreamworks i think that is dreamworks okay then forget it yeah forget it get it out of here <laughs> what about um the land before time i liked the land before time but i don't remember much of it yeah i liked the first one there's so many yeah i know They're way They're too entirely many entirely too many it's hard to keep up but the first one i remember it like making me cry as a little kid <laughs> yeah it was so sad it's interesting, though, because when we said we were going to do this as topic time, we mentioned that so many of these were, like, older movies, and not mm-hmm. most of them are recent. And I think that's interesting, that that's the trend, that that pretty much what comes out animated now is either DreamWorks or Disney or Pixar. And that's pretty yeah. much it. They've really come to monopolize it. I'm sure there are some smaller ones out there, but if there are, they're pretty much unheard of yeah i mean there are big ones like ice age or like rio or this big well me uh but yeah most of the big sort of juggernaut animated movies first of all they're they're 3d animated now yeah. there aren't really many 2d animated I movies know. so they're they're done by the like the three big ones we should make an animated studio that specifically still makes 2d <laughs> all right let's do it <laughs> It's what everyone wants. Come on, we're going retro. Mm-hmm. Ugh, they really should us... do it again. They, they're so good. I know. That's one thing I liked about Moana. What? What about it? Moana is 3D animated, obviously, but like the the tattoos on on his chest, <laughs> those are 2D and they're great. And it's oh, like a little yeah. nod to that. Yeah, for those like two minutes. Yeah. No, great. he interacts with him the whole movie. <laughs> Maui, that's his name. Maui. Did you like Anastasia? Oh, yeah. Okay. But that one I think I only saw literally like once. And I remember enjoying it, but I don't remember anything about it other than it's about Anastasia and Rasputin. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't remember liking it or or not liking it. Like, I don't remember anything about it at all. Yeah, me either. Mm. Except for I do remember enjoying it as a child. Okay. But I don't remember anything about the plot other than it's like Anastasia turns out she's alive and that's it. <laughs> yeah. But The Secret Life of Kells, that came out pretty recently. Well, I guess it's been a little while since then, but it was 2D. It's one of the more recent 2D movies. Okay. And by recent, I mean within the like past 10 years. So, Mm. And I feel feel like every year at the Oscars for the animated category, there are always movies that I've never heard of until the Oscars. And I feel like a lot of them are 2D. They're like just these independent animated movies that are probably great that we should check into, but... Yeah, just nowadays it's harder to not to keep up with movies that aren't Disney or Pixar or DreamWorks in terms of animation. I'm going to go back and watch all of them. So, (laughs) one that I had a um, one that I really enjoyed as a kid was 
pretty much an unlicensed sequel to Snow White, <laughs> which I think the studio got super sued for by Disney. Uh-huh. I think it was called, because uh, it wasn't Ever After, because that's an actual movie, but I think it was Happily Ever After. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds familiar. And it was like about the evil witch's brother going after Snow White and the dwarfs are gone, but the dwarfettes are there to take their place and he, the witch's brother can turn into a dragon. And I was all about that when I was a kid. <laughs> Loved it. But yeah, I'm pretty sure they got su- super sued. Yeah, so. bet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Which I didn't know as a kid. I was just like, oh, I'll watch that again. <laughs> nope. Pretty sure that was like their only movie because they couldn't afford anything after that. Bummer. I, I am interested, though. I'm interested to go back and watch these movies that were not Disney. Just to go back and watch 2D animated movies, but also see... Like how they stand up to those old Disney movies, because clearly Disney and Pixar and even DreamWorks has won out since then. So yeah, definitely. Like the Swan Princess was a popular one. Yeah, I don't I think I ever really one. watched that one though. Yeah, me so, neither. I'm curious to see if these really were just not good enough. If they were bad, or if there were some actual good ones in there. <laughs> I I think I, I mean I tr- I love Disney, so I might be a little biased, but I truly do think that they Disney has continually been sort of the pioneers of animation. And maybe it's just because they've been at the forefront for so long and they were the first ones to do it feature length and they've just been sort of leading the way since then. But I do think more often than not throughout the years, they have sort of revolutionized animation and how you do it and how you tell these stories. So it makes sense to me that they're continuing to be the most popular. Yeah, that's true. But I still want to see what other people are doing outside of that sort of big system that is Disney. And of course, I'm always rooting for the underdogs. So mm-hmm. it's just it's just who I am. <laughs> I really just like competition. I like when they're. I don't like when someone just makes good movies every year over and over. I mean, I do, but I like it when there is something to put put up against it, mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, here's another great movie." Like, because then that also makes each of them strive to be better than the other. Yeah, definitely. So I I think it's interesting when there's two great animated movies or three or however many coming out in the same year so i I hope some more third parties come up because obviously we still have despicable me and illumination in one and then the other one's blue sky right yeah making rio and ice age and the people that made kubo made the box trolls and paranorman and caroline and they're making great movies and hopefully they continue to do that so i'm i hope i hope some of these just keep putting out good movies Mm -hmm. we'll see We'll see what the future holds. <laughs> All right. That's the show. It's the show. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to keep supporting the podcast, that'd be awesome if you could share this podcast with a friend. Uh, send it to them. Let them listen to it. Ask them what they think of it. Uh, share it out. Tweet it. Whatever. Uh, you can find our Twitter handles in the description. You can use the hashtag AfterthoughtsPodcast, and we'll see it. Um, next week, I'm not really sure what we're talking about, but it'll be in the description, so you can watch that movie. And then uh, tune back in. And that would be great. Um, Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will see you uh, next week. Yep. See y'all. See ya.